Well, good morning again, everyone. And thank you for coming today and for allowing me to share my thoughts with you. So I'll begin by saying Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Today we celebrate the love and care that mothers provide for their children. We also celebrate the love that exists between family members and friends. However, we need to remember that this day may be quite different for others. For some, it's a celebration filled with flowers and gifts and cards. For some, it's a reminder of an unfulfilled dream. For some, it's a day of grieving and loss. For some, it's a day to reconnect with important people in their lives. It may be an emotional time filled with conflict and anxiety or a time of great joy and happiness. And we acknowledge that only God knows and is keenly aware of all that we hold in our hearts. There are, of course, biological uh, moms, and we lift them up in thanksgiving to our gracious and loving God for their unconditional love and their unwavering faith. I found a uh, wonderful definition of unconditional love. It's when you love someone no matter what they do. You have no expectations of repayment, and it means you love them for who they are with no strings attached. Our faith teaches us that God has unconditional love for each and every one of us. And in fact, the Bible actually mentions the word love 714 times. You can Google that. (laughs) One of my favorite verses is Romans chapter 8, verse 38. There isn't anything that we have done, should have done, or that's been done to us that can keep God from loving us. His love is constant and unstoppable. Know that the Lord is with you today and loves you beyond measure. Wow, that, that, that's powerful stuff. And we're so blessed to have that love of God. We may not always understand, you know, what God has in mind for us. But we know that God walks with us every step of the way. I had a wonderful uh, biological mom, gifted in so many different ways. And she did her absolute best to be a mother to all four of her biological children. Her name was Grace. And I still feel her presence and her spirit today, although she died many years ago. There are many human beings who bestow the gifts of being a mother to others. Regardless of gender or biological connection, and I call this mothering. And now that's actually defined in the uh, Oxford Dictionary as relating to or characteristic of a mother, especially in being loving, caring, protective, and kind. These exceptional human beings who mother us show us that faith is not a matter of convenience or sentimentality, but one of conviction and commitment. They challenge us to follow them and pass on that faith to future generations so that they might also know and understand the love of Jesus Christ. Love. Loving Oh, there there are a number of different behaviors, traits, values associated with mothering. 
Loving is usually the first one that comes to mind. My own children are amazing when it comes to mothering me. They're there for me no matter what. They look after my best interests, and they counsel, and they guide me. And they have made me so proud to call them my own. Of course, they'll tell you that when your mother asks, do you want a piece of advice? It's a mere formality. It doesn't matter if you say yes or no. You're going to get it anyway. That's actually a quote from Irma Bombeck, but I loved it. <laughs> now, I have to admit, sometimes I don't always appreciate their advice. Uh, for example, Mom, you must get hearing aids. We don't want you to miss any part of the conversation. Mom, you need to replace that dried flower arrangement on the dining room table today. Mom, you need to take that dress to goodwill. I'm just certain someone 20 years younger would just love to have it. (laughs) So now my newest accessories, hearing aids, and Jeepers Creepers, that dried flower arrangement mysteriously moved from the dining room table to the trash bin on a day after my children were all visiting me. Sadly, I still have the dress from the 60s. I just refuse to part with that. So I'd like to introduce John, my firstborn and beloved son, Jennifer, my secondborn and beloved daughter, and her partner, Marco, Kristen, my thirdborn beloved daughter, could not be here today as she and her dear husband, Corey, are celebrating his mother's 70th birthday on Mother's Day. I am truly blessed to have such a wonderful family. And I thank you all for mothering me. Speaking of children, I I did read a funny story about a young police recruit who was asked during training, what if you had to arrest your own mother? Without hesitation, he replied, call for backup. (laughs) Seriously, I'm extremely fortunate to have others who mother me. My husband, Chuck, has given me one of the greatest, most wonderful gifts ever the gift of sharing his two loving daughters and their grandsons. I thank you, Chuck, and them for mothering me. As I look out today, I see many of you seated in the pews, friends, friends I've called at all hours with tears in my eyes, distraught over a problem, an issue, or a decision that I need to make, friends who I trust and comfort me, calm me, and make it safe for me to talk about really important and sometimes personal things. What a blessing these people are to me, these friends. Thank you for mothering me. Today is a great day to reflect on the importance of loving relationships, and we all need love in our lives. It's through love that we can find happiness and fulfillment. Love, really, I believe, is what makes life worth living. One of the most poignant quotes from professor and author Brene Brown is, in the absence of love and belonging, there is always suffering. In our first scripture reading today, we are reminded of our commandment to love one another. To be a loving human being is at the core of our faith. Throughout his earthly ministry, Jesus showed his love for others by blessing and serving the poor, the sick, 
the distressed, the outcasts. He told his disciples, This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Now that's what unconditional love looks like, doesn't it? The Bible tells us even more about unconditional love. That love is patient, kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoings, but rejoices with the truth. World-famous author Maya Angelou says, Love recognizes no barriers. It jumps hurdles. It leaps fences, penetrates walls to arrive at its destination filled with hope. Life is the flower for which love is the honey. Being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while loving someone deeply gives you courage. I'm totally energized by this quote. It makes me feel like, an, like I can overcome any challenge that comes along with loving or being loved. Of course, we all realize uh, how difficult it can be to show love or to mother others sometimes especially in these current times of divisiveness and turmoil. I recently uh, completed a small group program offered by a nonprofit called Just Faith Ministries, and I highly recommend their programs to everyone. You can check out their website. This program was called Want to Talk? Communication Tools for Divided Times. We learned about having crucial conversations. So what makes a conversation crucial as opposed to just, you know, plain vanilla? Actually, three things. First, opinions vary widely, with participants on opposite side of an issue or a question or a strategy or decision. Second, the stakes are extremely high, and the outcome could have a huge impact on either relationships or have results that affect the participants greatly. And third, emotions run hot and strong. One of the examples I loved in our uh, small group materials uh, described a participant as, first he raised his head, then he raised his finger, then he raised his voice. I think we've all been involved in crucial conversations at some point in our lives. So in our small group, we um, uh, highlighted um, or studied different techniques and strategies for having crucial conversations with positive outcomes. And they highlighted Martin Luther King, Jr. His nonviolent communication was one of the primary tools for talking when the stakes are high. They included good listening skills and speaking with kindness and respect and with a loving heart. Interestingly enough, in yesterday's Wall Street Journal, there was a wonderful article about Reverend King, and the author described Reverend King as a radical Christian who asked, was not Jesus an extremist for love? I believe the answer is yes. We follow Jesus' teachings and examples to model our commitment to love and loving one another. In the second reading, We heard God's words, let love be genuine, 
hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Over time, we're all members of multiple families, our biological families, our blended families, extended families, our church families, and our community. In every one of these arenas, we have the opportunity to mother one another and to comfort those who are alone without love or hope. I'd also like to introduce today members of my extended family, my non-biological daughter, Alexa, and son, Rod, and the beautiful gift of my two granddaughters, Elise and Paige. Thank you all for mothering me. So today, I challenge you all to be extremists for love, to mother one another, and to thank those who mother you. If we want others to treat us with love, we must take the time to give love, even when we feel rushed, even when we don't feel like it, even when we feel others may not deserve it. We never really know what another human being is going through, do we? Today, you'd be talking to someone who's just trying their best to keep it all together and not fall apart. So whatever you do today, do it with kindness and the love of Christ in your heart. As many of you know, I'm very far from perfect. In fact, I fail daily. Yet each day, each moment, I have a choice. I have a choice to, to, to love or to judge. May I choose love. I have a choice, choice to act in anger or in love, and I choose love. I have a choice to show love or indifference. May I choose love. Please join me in trying our best to love one another, and to mother others. God bless you all, and thank you for the honor of speaking today.